You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to episode 196 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey gang, welcome back. It's another special episode of Soul Forge, and we've got an extra special treat for you today. How many times can I say special in one sentence? I don't know. We're about to find out. So, last week on the Celebrity Crush episode, I previewed this week's episode, which I should never have done because, of course, I jinxed myself. We were supposed to have special guest, there I did it again, special, special guest Alice Little, and of course there was a scheduling conflict and she's had surgery, so now that episode should come out at the end of the month if we ever do get to have our conversation. But you might think this is an April Fool's joke because it is coming out April 1st. However, it's not. It's it's even better than that. I have got my two co-hosts from the Cosmic Pizza Podcast. I've got Dan and Paul. We just recorded an episode of Cosmic Pizza, our favorite films from the 1950s. And now, here they are. Introduce yourself, boys. Uh, yes, my name is Paul. I'm from the UK. I'm five foot two. I like football and motor racing, and I'm a cheap date. <laughs> Perfect. How about you, Dan? I'm Dan from the UK, and uh, hang on a minute. He's got us in on April Fool's Day, and he's just fooled us into being on this episode. Is this like a last-minute thing, and we were just the the backups you just thought you could get onto the show? We had nothing better to do. Uh, how do I answer that without being insulted? <laughs> no. You know, you know you guys are my favorites. We record every second Wednesday... I- Cosmic Pizza is an amazing show. We have so much fun doing it. So since we just recorded, I thought, let's do a special episode called Puppy Love. And it kind of ties into last week's because celebrity loves that we had. But no, this is actual animals. And why are we talking about this? Well, because on Friday, March 26th, which was Leonard Nimoy's 90th birthday, we picked up, Julie and I, that is, a micro teacup Yorkie, and I gave him the name Nimoy. So I thought, what better way to introduce him to the world than put him on the Soul Forge podcast and have you guys talk about pets as well from childhood or even current pets? What do you think? Sounds good to me. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, so for a bit of background, Julie and I have been together for a while, and when I met her, she had a golden doodle named Daisy. It's a black dog, and we went to the vet today so that little Nemo here could get his shots, and Daisy needed her booster shots, and we weighed Daisy. She is 66.6 pounds. Nemo is less than 2 pounds. So so the funniest part of this whole thing is when you see them playing 
uh, on the ground, on the floor, wherever they're playing. It looks like a snow speeder attacking an AT-AT walker. <laughs> Which, for our non-sci-fi fans, of course, is a reference from the 1980 film The Empire Strikes Back. That's Star Wars. <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious. I, I showed Julie the video of that because she's not a sci-fi geek. She's never seen Star Wars, and, and she laughed too, so she liked it. And uh, the reason that I got to name him is because Julie already had a dog. Her daughter wanted a lap dog because, of course, Daisy weighs more than the daughter does. So he can't really pick it up and uh, carry it around. But Nimoy's less than two pounds. He's, uh, I think, maybe eight inches from uh, his nose to his tail. Maybe a little bit bigger, not too much. You've seen him on camera, you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah thank you. So, oh, he's he's gorgeous. And uh, so what happened was uh, she's been looking online for Yorkies because she's always wanted a Yorkie and it's a small dog. It's a lap dog. So she uh, she showed me a picture and it was a gorgeous picture. You guys have seen it on my Facebook. And uh, so we went to take a look at it a couple weeks ago. And she says, what do you think? Can we get it? I'm like, well, OK, but I get to name him. So <laughs> there was actually rather little arguments about me naming him Nimoy. Which I was surprised by. I, I was expecting a big argument. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Outstanding woman. Yes, very mm -hmm. much so. So we, we've had him for about, what, five days? And I, I've got to tell you, I don't know if you've ever trained a puppy before, because I have never done that. Uh, he is more exhausting than having a newborn. And, 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 and maybe that's because I'm, yes. maybe that's because it's been 15 years since I've had a newborn. I don't know because <laughs> I'm old now, but, uh, he, he, uh, he has only slept one of his nights. Um, we're trying to crate train him. So he sleeps in his crate at night and we'll keep him in his crate when we head out of, uh, the house for work or whatever. Uh, and he cries. It's, it's the, it's the saddest cry you ever did here. But it's really upsetting. It, it is. It yes. is. But he, he usually settles down after about 10 minutes and I'm trying not to spoil him and take him out. But sometimes I do. And then he has to sleep on my shoulder. He's like a parrot. <laughs> so long as that's all he does do on his shoulder. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. he, he still likes to pee and poo in the house. Um, so I asked the, uh, the vet today when we went and got his shots, I said, how do we train this guy? And he's like, well, boy dogs are harder than girl dogs. I'm like, well, of course they are, because why wouldn't it be, right? So <laughs> so apparently, and what I learned is that when you put him outside, you don't put him outside, you go outside with him. Because I was putting him on the deck and waiting inside the warm house. But no, if I go out there with him, then he's more likely to do his business. And if he doesn't do his business, then you put him in the crate and you take away his freedom. I'm like, wow, that seems harsh. And he's like, it is, but it works. So I'm going to try that and see how it goes. At least you don't want to be uh, you don't want to be reenacting the scene from uh, Wrath of Khan where his paw is on the on the glass and then you're on the other side. So that would be just too sad. <laughs> that would be very sad. That would be very sad. And and, and and like I said, I've never had a puppy before. I've I've had dogs once they've already been trained and and given to us, uh, but I've never trained one from the puppy stage. So this is quite interesting. What about you guys? Have you had puppies or kittens or, or what have you had for pets? Yeah, so, uh, well, uh, originally uh, my first ever uh, pet was a, a guinea pig, uh, which I rather alarmingly called Billy for some reason. I have mm. no idea why. And it, I had him when, he was, when I was about 10. Um, and then that was the only pet we had uh, in our house until I got a hamster when I was in my 20s. And I think one of my, one of my cousins had... Uh, bought a hamster and hadn't realised it was actually pregnant at the time, and oh, then no. lots of baby hamsters came out, and, and 
So I said, oh, you know, come on, I'll buy one off you just to, you know, to, to take one off his hands. And um, so I had a hamster for about a year or so, not realising that they are nocturnal. Mm. So, of course, he's scratching around in his uh, in his cage all night, keeping me awake, and then he's asleep and I'm up saying, hey, come on, you, I want to play with you. So, uh, yeah, so that was uh, that, that was okay. Um, and again, we didn't have any pets after that. We had some fish for a while. Um, but then when I got married to my wife, we didn't have any pets until uh, she said she's always had cats. And um, she said, oh, can we get a cat? And I said, well, okay. So for her 40th birthday, we got cats, two of them, um, mother and daughter. And they were, they were good. They were good cats. Um, uh, sadly, the hardest part about owning a pet like that, they were both rescue cats and, and pretty well behaved, really, to be fair. Um, despite the fact they were rescue cats, uh, the mother was a uh, beautiful, beautiful tabby, um, really you know, mild mannered, well behaved. The daughter was a little bit more feisty and um, they were showing signs of wanting to sort of take over each other's patch. Uh, but in general, they got on with, well with each other. Uh, but of course, at some point, uh, they've got to leave you and, uh, mm. they, uh, they both developed cancer and, and then uh, we had to put them both down at separate times. That's, that is the, the hardest thing the, oh. when you you suddenly have a, a cat and it's it's a it's a it's a member of the family definitely it's not just a pet you know it, it's it, it is part of your life and they are part of you they sit and watch tv with you they have the dinner with you the, you, you know they, they spend the day wandering around doing things but then when you're back home that's it they're straight there and you want all the attention and to have that taken away from you especially when they're really ill like that it was heartbreaking so we waited about a year and then we got another two cats uh, both males Worst decision we ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ended up having to get rid of one because it attacked me. Oh, no. And I mean attacked me, leave me with scars on my face and hands and arms. Um, really vicious uh, little get he was. Mm. Not, not so little, he was a big thing. Like mm. five kilos of cat sat on your head scratching your eyeballs out. It's not a good idea. Ah, uh, no. Uh, so we got rid of him. We, we gave, him, gave him away. And uh, the, the other one is, is quite happy now. Uh, because they used to fight a lot as well. They were starting to, to, to fight a lot, and apparently boy cats tend to do that. Yes. Um, so we just got the one, and he's scratching that place to bits at the moment. He's, every carpet's got rips in it. There's, all the sofas and chairs are all scratched. It's, it's, uh, fortunately, they, they've, they were both they were all house-trained, and they all do their business outside, so there's never been an issue there. But then again, he brings in mice and, uh, mice and birds and things, um, so uh, we have to deal with them. But on the whole, he's all right. And the best part about a cat is they can last for like 20 years. So there is that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got these two when they were about, we reckon they were one year old mm-hmm. and we've had them for about six years now. So they're about halfway through the, yeah. well, he is about halfway through his life now. So, mm-hmm. and, and Dan, I see that you have a pet on your lap and before you introduce him yeah. to us or her to us, why don't we play a promo for another podcast? Right here on the ESO Network. Forgive the interruption. Hi, I'm Mike. Hi, I'm Kylan. Hi, I'm Eric. And we are Mighty Marvel Geeks. Mighty Marvel Geeks is your award-winning show about all things Marvel. With news, rumors, commentary, and interviews covering movies, comics, and all points in between. We'll also have our recommendations on what to pick up each week on New Comic Book Day, as well as a weekly pick from Marvel Unlimited. Find us online at MightyMarvelGeeks.net. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your favorite podcast that's mighty marvel geeks and remember we are roots great promo right guys fantastic promo yeah oh i've got to listen to that really have that'll bring all the pets to the yard that really will 
definitely, definitely. So what have you got there with you? Uh, right now, she's on cue. Uh, she's left me alone the whole time we were recording earlier, but now she's come back. She knows we're going to talk about her. This is Millie, uh, otherwise known as Maleficent, otherwise known as Mildred Ta- Taylor Bradford, which is her full name, uh, of the many names that this cat has. Uh, she is evil. She likes to scratch anyone, and I mean anyone who comes in the house for no good reason but for some reason she leaves the kids alone uh, unless of course they're they're you know winding her up and then she'll bat them a little bit and just get rid of them but uh, yeah any adult she will scratch you she will destroy the place just like uh, just like paul said she is uh she's part wild cat and she is um interesting she's a handful uh, as cats are supposed to be independent you're supposed to be able to leave them alone yes. she's not like that oh no she will not leave you alone she she's always there on you you can be doing literally anything and she will be there she'll be laying on the keyboard homeschooling has been excellent throughout the whole pandemic uh with this cat um but um overall i don't really have a lot of pet stories in my childhood uh oh. I, when i was really young we had both a cat and a small dog that we'd inherited from uh, my um, late grandmother. She died when I was very, very young, so we didn't really get to know her, but we knew her pets. Uh, we had Trixie, who was a black and white cat, and uh, we had uh, Pepe, who was a tiny miniature poodle who was deaf, uh, oh. just like all of my grandparents. And so they wanted to get a deaf rescue dog as well. Oh, that makes uh, sense. So I don't know, don't know why that was... Uh, 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 going to work but there we go um she was batty as hell and there's lots of uh, pictures of her sort of jumping around and and everything like that after we lost those two though they were already later in their years anyway um it was we just decided we weren't going to do it we weren't going to do pets uh that was that was enough and we also hosted my uh aunt who had a scrappy little dog when she came to stay with us for a few years uh, when she was going through some difficult times in her life uh, called Rags, uh, who bit my sister. Oh, no. So after that, definitely no more dogs. Uh, yeah. Uh, she was, she's was. she been deathly afraid of dogs ever since. I don't know. Um, we, we had hamsters again. We had Phoenix, who uh, um, we thought was dead when we first got him. He was, uh, he was in the box and uh, didn't look like he was moving when we got him home. Uh, and then we left him in the cage as we wondered what we were going to do with him. And then suddenly all you could hear was this scratching, scratching, scratching. And he was alive again. So we named him Phoenix because he came from the ashes. He died and came back to us. So uh, he was called Phoenix thereafter. And then that was it. That was really our experience of, of having animals in the house uh, until I met my wife. And then she introduced me back to the to the cats, the love of cats or having a cat. I'm not going to say love anymore. It's not, it's not fun. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's a lot of fun. <laughs> no, no. Uh, actually, for me, I had lots of pets growing up. I, I remember when, uh, well, my earliest memory of growing up is the the German, no, not a German Shepherd. I always get those two breeds wrong. Uh, St. Bernard named Checkerboard Square, who we all, always called Checker. And uh, he was an, outs- <laughs> an outside dog. And my mom just loved St. Bernard's. And uh, she got one about 15 years ago. And she made it an inside dog instead of an outside dog and they shed like crazy like mm-hmm. tumbleweeds walk flying through your house but uh, mostly we had cats all kinds of cats feral cats cats that would bite your face off cats that would pee on all your stuff cats that were nice uh cats that would drink tea with mom she would make a cup of tea for the one cat and it would sit on the table and they would have tea together <laughs> but uh mostly it was always animals that had already been trained and somehow I inherited. So I've never had a puppy before. And uh, like I said, it's exhausting because 
15 minutes after he eats, he has to go outside. And I didn't know that I had to be outside with him, so I've been cleaning up a lot of peep and poop. <laughs> so it, it hasn't wow. been a lot of fun. But uh, I'm learning. And uh, the, the the one thing I said, I would never get a dog. I would have a cat because they're easy to take care of. You can leave for the weekend and not worry about it, but you can't do that with a dog. So the last thing I would ever do is get a dog. And then so we got this dog. And then the next day I, uh, I was having breakfast and I was almost choking. And I was like, I guess that is the last thing I'll ever do is get a dog. <laughs> but no, I, I, sur- I survived. So it was okay. So it's not the last thing I ever did. And I didn't think I could fall in love with an animal like this, but I, I, I did immediately. He's, he's amazing and he's so sweet. And, uh, it's just, I've, I've posted pictures all over Facebook. I'm sure I'm annoying everybody on my, on my friends list with all these videos and, and pictures. Did you guys see the video of Julie's daughter coming home and meeting the dog? Oh yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because we, we, what we did was we kept the secret for two weeks. We didn't tell her that we had this puppy because we knew that if she knew, she would drive us crazy. When is the puppy coming? When am I getting the puppy? Is the puppy here yet? Where is the puppy? What are we going to name him? What are we going to call him? Can I, can I hold him? All, all the questions. So we didn't tell her. So she came home from school last Friday on Leonard Nimoy's birthday, and I was filming and uh if if i can capture the audio from that video i'm going to have it after the end credits so all of our listeners can hear it but she burst into tears immediately she was so excited and she hasn't left him alone since so it's uh so far it's a good purchase and the the only problem is that uh Daisy is 50 times his size and, uh, she's only two years old. So she's not, uh, she's not careful. She's like an awkward teenager, but she's, she's trying to be gentle. She's, she's a smart dog. And so she knows that this is just a baby, but she's very excited. Everybody's very excited. <laughs> and that's basically my puppy story. What do you got, Paul? Uh, I was just going to say, how, what's the, what's the sort of lifespan of the, uh, of the micro teacup Yorkie? Um, Julie is on a, uh, a Facebook group for Yorkie owners and, uh, there's one that was 19 years old and wow. yeah, yeah. So from what I've come to re- uh, understand, I guess, is that bigger dogs last a shorter amount of time and the smaller the dog is, the longer they're going to be around for. So oh. we, we could have him, uh, for about 15 years or until I'm retired. So that should be interesting. Yeah. Wow. And and uh, it just so happened to coincide with my two weeks vacation, so it's a good thing that I'm on vacation. How many weeks was that? Sorry, Sean. It was two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two, two, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. You've got two weeks off at Easter. I did because I wanted dear. I wanted both stat holidays so I could use those as floaters for a later time, uh, and it's a good thing that everything happened to coincide because I don't know how I would be working with my exhaustion at the same time. <laughs> very true. Very true. Yeah. So so that's basically this week's Soul Forge podcast. No earth shattering news. No interviews with a sex goddess. Nothing like that of any kind. No moral. Well, yes, you guys, I know you're, you're sex goddesses. You're, you're my, uh, you're my fellow white balding glasses wearing guys. We could be uh, triplets, but <laughs> there you have it. Huey, Huey, Louie and Dewey. That's yeah. us. That's exactly right. 
Yes. Now, obviously, you guys are in the UK, and you're five hours ahead of me, so it's almost midnight there. So I think this is a good place to end the call. Uh, I just wanted to hear your pet stories, talk a little bit about Nimoy, share him with the world, and I appreciate you being on Soulforge. Why don't you guys tell all the listeners where you can be found? You can find me um, on the Cosmic Pizza Podcast. Uh, it's pretty much the only place you can find me at the moment. Uh, it's the only podcast I'm doing. And uh, if you need to get in touch with us uh, on that uh, show, it's Cosmic Pizza Podcast at gmail.com. Excellent. And, and Dan, aren't you the author of Bubbles the Pirate book series? I certainly am, yes. Uh, Bubbles the Pirate is for kids, uh, so it's about piratey adventures with Bubbles as he learns about life. Uh, then for your older adults, uh, you've got your sci-fi uh, book, uh, The Short Stay, uh, Jody's Story, which is the first in hopefully a long line of books, which I've still yet to write. Uh, and I'm also on the Temporal Trek podcast, uh, or at least my descendant is, uh, as I watch Star Trek in complete chronological order by seen this yes that's from the big bang all the way to the end of all existence completely chronological order uh, so join me for the insanity and an excellent podcast it is i know both paul and i have guested on it among other people and i hope to have you again uh, definitely anytime so once again thanks for uh coming on board the soul forge train or whatever i'm calling it at uh, this particular juncture uh appreciate it Listeners, check out Cosmic Pizza, check out Temporal Trek, and check out all of Dan's books. But until next time, follow all the advice in the end credits, and remember, eat food, not too much, mostly plants. There you go. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's the title of your next diet book, isn't it? <laughs> yes. yes. That's an actual quote from some dietitian that I came across. But... Uh, I don't know. It's it's funny. I like that. I've been meaning to That's use it funny. for like two months, but I keep forgetting. So <laughs> That's a good one, that. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. Hey, how was school? Are you ready for your Easter bunny mini bun, Shakada? Wait. You want this? That's what I got you. You missed you. Be careful. Open it up. Everybody's dog. It's the family dog. Are you excited? What's his mom? What is his mom for? Me?
wish my cousin. So you're excited. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.